It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is a 29-year veteran with Keller Williams, located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. In the studio once again. Yahoo! So happy to see you. So happy to see you. <laughs> happy to be seen. <laughs> okay. Housing starts have surged in May. You know, we've been avoiding these kinds of statistics for months now because they're a little boring, but this is important. 5% surge in housing starts. What is a housing start? Well, the new construction. Okay. That's, that's a, when they start housing. Sim- yep. That's as simple as it is. Okay. New construction. Mm-hmm. And so surging, but where is the surge taking place? It's in the Midwest. Interesting. I don't know why, but okay. there's growth and boom in the Midwest. Well, I think the weather is a factor, wouldn't you say? I sure. mean, uh, May is, uh, things are starting to sprout and the snow is off the streets. And, and it, let's face it, it's fields. a lot cheaper to live in the Midwest than it is New York City. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's slumping in the Northeast, and the South, and the West. So we don't know if this is actually a trend. And that's important because these statistics can be very volatile on a monthly basis. Sure. But there has been a solid job market. So there has been a boost in demand for new homes. Housing starts have risen 11% so far this year. Yeah, those are good numbers. Yeah. But there's always a downside. And what is that? Tariffs. Oh. The dirty word, tariffs. So what do you mean? So you know that tariffs are being imposed on lumber from mm-hmm. Canada. Right. And what they're saying is that it's actually putting on average a $9,000 increase in a house to be built. And you know who's going to pay that? Yeah. Well, the bank. No. No. <laughs> No, I think it's going to be the consumer. No, absolutely. The new homeowner is going to get an an additional $10,000 Yeah, so think about that. Since January, the increase in home prices, part of that, $9,000 of that has been through higher lumber prices. We can't say exactly that it's an exact correlation to uh, any tariffs or the like, but I think we can make the implication that it has something to do with it. Also, the tariffs are going to be on steel and aluminum. That's right. And other materials that are used to build homes. So it's going to mean higher prices. And I think economists are truly worried about this because if you put that together with full employment and a surging economy and now higher prices on raw materials, all this kind of stuff can come together to create an inflationary spiral. And that is why the Fed is raising interest rates. Okay. And interest rates also increase the cost of housing. So, you know, right, what are exactly. you going to say? Inflation is what hurts the real estate market. Yeah, I can't tell you exactly what to do about all this, but it's important that you know. So the top current issues to watch, I just mentioned interest rates in the economy. Absolutely. So everybody keep your eye on those. We know that short-term interest rates are going to rise because those are controlled by the Federal Reserve. The yield on the 10-year bond, the 10-year treasury bond, is the thing that affects mortgage rates That's the right. most. Those have risen, but they're not rising at the same pace. So I would say if you're watching this stuff, you'll see news reports about the Fed. That's fine. You should expect rates there. But find a way to follow the yield on the 10-year Treasury bond. Just Google it and you'll find it. And it's right now it's around 2.9%. If it starts really ticking up, that's going to be a serious thing. And then, of course, we just talked about the political situation, tax reforms, policies, that all has an impact. Of course, housing affordability, mm-hmm. as you know, due to a lack of inventory, we are seeing prices of homes rise. Yeah. Well, I have a friend who's looking for a place now. 
Mm-hmm. And she's been looking, you know, she's one of these very thorough people, and they've been going everywhere. And even in her old community, which is really townhouses, and I remember the prices back then. This is back in the 80s. The price is like maybe $140,000 for one of these. They're now going for $600,000. Wow. I mean, it's unbelievable. And she was like in my neighborhood, and she quoted me. She said, your house is worth X. And I was like, you're crazy. It's not. But she goes, yeah, I think it is. So some crazy things are happening. Wow, wow. You know, and other things to think about, Steve, generational changes in demographics all affect the real estate market, like office design, student and elderly housing. That's a big issue right now. I I was telling you earlier, my daughter, who's a millennial, is moving out of the house. Yay. <laughs> Oops, I didn't say that out loud, did no, I? No, not so. You shouldn't be that excited in public. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> She's moving to a place that she calls Millennialville. They're not really calling I, it I that. don't know. That's it's like the she... Truman Show or right. something like that, Millennialville. <laughs> so the way she described it, this community and area is really attracting a lot of the millennials. Mm-hmm. So they must be restaurants and however it's designed, it's attracting them yeah. because all of her friends are moving there. So, you know, the over 50 communities. This is the under 40 communities. That's right. right? That's right. So it's all about amenities and all of that. And then I I also heard that the same builder who built this particular place is looking to purchase land across the street to build another one. So, Ah. you know, that's all growth towards rental communities and that all affects the real estate industry. Now we live in in a retirement area, but I am seeing more and more of these assisted living facilities popping up in every like little postage stamp. If there's a blank piece of property anywhere. They're yep. putting something up these days. And I, I've seen a number of those. Absolutely. So have I. Yeah. Okay. We need those too. We do. We do. Actually, I think they should put the millennial one and the assisted living together because millennials need assisted living too, you know. That's right. Just they in a do. different way. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't really mean that. <laughs> All right. Top longer term issues we were still dealing, we have to watch with infrastructure, roads and bridges and the like are still deteriorating. And it doesn't look like communities can have enough money to put that together. And Congress surely isn't doing anything. But, you know, also technology is the big one here. Sure. So we're talking about advances in robotic manufacturing and warehousing. You know, we keep hearing about that. Driverless cars and trucks. And I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to be in a driverless car. (laughs) No. (laughs) I want to drive my own car. And if I'm going to if I'm going to hit something, I want to be the one to hit <laughs> I don't want some, some driverless. Who am I going to blame if a driverless car hits somebody? Also, this utilization of our personal and transactional data, you know, from the internet and all the yep. purchases we make and our locations that are on our iPhone and the like, that's enhancing business decisions. And there's smart building technology and, and on and on and on and on. All these things are changing real estate and our lives. And our lives, absolutely. As we know it. My guest, as always, is Terry Story. She's a 29-year veteran with Keller Williams, located in Boca Raton, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.